Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. I'm Travis Albritton, a former rocket scientist turned digital missionary, here to bring you the bite-sized tips and strategies you need to become an effective Christian. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's jump into it. Welcome to December of 2020. We made it. We are in the home stretch of what has been one of the most absolutely bizarre years that I can certainly remember, and I think for you as well, a lot of you, uh, something that will always be something we look back on and say, man, you remember 2020 and how crazy that was? <laughs> so with one month left, I wanted to do something a little bit different because I got a lot of great feedback from you guys on the episode I did a couple weeks back doing a deep dive Bible study into Jeremiah 29, 11. Thank you so much for that feedback. It was very encouraging to me. And that kind of feedback helps me figure out what to talk about in the future. So if you like certain episodes of the podcast, you like certain interviews, let me know. Feel free to reach out to me. I'll leave my email address in the show notes for this episode. Shoot me an email. I'd love to hear your feedback. But to finish off this year, we are going to do a Bible study of a book of the Bible that I think really has a lot of relevance for where we are as a church and as a church culture heading into the year 2021, and that is the book of First Corinthians. So today, in part one, we're going to be looking at an overview to set some context for the things we're going to be reading. So we're going to learn about the church, we're going to learn about the culture in the city of Corinth in order to help us better understand the scriptures that we do read. And then in parts two through four, heading out towards the end of the year, we're going to dive into a particular section from the book of 1 Corinthians and lean heavily on the William Barclay's commentary to really pull out some great principles that I think will apply to each of us individually, but then also things that we can be mindful of as leaders and as different makers in our churches to help our churches really just have a great start to 2021. Now, before we start, the book of 1 Corinthians is a letter from Paul, the Apostle Paul, to the church in Corinth. Okay, that might sound kind of obvious, like, yes, Travis, where are you going with this? Well, here's where I'm going. Paul is speaking directly to situations within that church. In fact, multiple times in the book of 1 Corinthians, he mentions previous letters that they have sent him, a group of disciples from the church of Corinth that came to visit him when he was in a different city, asking questions about, hey, what do you think about this? How do we do this? And so on and so forth. And so this book that we have is a letter from Paul written to a very specific church. And Paul did not write this letter with the foresight that it would eventually be included in the canon of Scripture. So I think one of the mistakes that we can often make is when we read a particular verse or a particular uh, story or segment of the Bible, section of the Bible, we immediately pull it out and put it into our context. But Paul wasn't even writing this or dictating it to be written with the thought that this is going to one day be a, like in the Scriptures. This is going to be one day in the Holy Scriptures. That was not as intense. That was not his purpose. That was not his goal. He was writing specifically to the church in Corinth to try and help them better reflect what the kingdom of God needs to look like. Okay. Now we have the benefit of it being in the Bible, and there's certainly a lot of personal application that we can pull from 1 Corinthians, but it's always helpful to remember and to be reminded that Paul is not writing this as a treatise to your church in 2020. All right. And the reason I wanted to remind you of that and the reason I thought that it'd be important to start there is because 1 Corinthians is one of the most misquoted and misused books in the New Testament. 
So we will certainly be diligent in approaching the book of 1 Corinthians with wisdom and discernment. So what was it like to be a Christian in the city of Corinth? That is the immediate context that is really helpful for understanding how to read 1 Corinthians. Now, the city of Corinth was geographically positioned in the middle of Greece. It separated the northern and the southern parts of Greece, which made it one of the greatest trading centers of the ancient world. If you wanted to go from North Greece to Southern Greece or vice versa, you would go through Corinth. And then also Corinth was situated on this four mile wide strip of land separating Northern and Southern Greece. And so merchants and traders and travelers, instead of sailing around the Southern tip of Greece, which was particularly precarious, they would actually either offload their ship at Corinth and then load it on another ship on the other side, or they would put it on logs and roll it across. And so all traffic, all trade in the Mediterranean essentially went through Corinth, which made it a really, really important city. Corinth was also known for its culture of debauchery. You can think of it similar to like a modern day Las Vegas as far as its reputation. So I'm going to read this excerpt from the William Barclays commentary on First Corinthians to give you a better idea of what the city was like. It had a reputation for commercial prosperity, but it was also a byword for evil living. The word Corinthiazaste, to live like a Corinthian, had become a part of the Greek language and meant to live with drunken and immoral debauchery. The word also entered the English language and in the early decades of the 19th century in Regency times, a Corinthian was one of the wealthy young men who indulged in reckless and riotous living. Alien, the third century Greek writer, tells us that if ever a Corinthian was shown on the stage in a Greek play, he was shown drunk. The very name Corinth was synonymous with debauchery, and there was one source of evil in the city which was known all over the civilized world. Above the Isthmus towered the hill of the Acropolis, and on it stood the great temple of Aphrodite, the goddess of love. To that temple there were attached 1,000 priestesses who were sacred prostitutes. And in the evenings, they came down from the Acropolis and plied their trade on the streets of Corinth. Eventually, it became the subject of a Greek proverb. It is not every man who can afford a journey to Corinth. In addition to these cruder sins, there flourished far more subtle and little known vices, which had come in with the traders and the sailors from the ends of the earth until Corinth became a synonym, not only for wealth, luxury, and drunkenness, but also for filth. So, not exactly the kind of place that you want to settle down to raise your family. <laughs> that That is the culture of Corinth. And just imagine being a Christian, trying to be righteous, holy, and set apart when literally everyone around you was doing the exact opposite. And when you read into the book of 1 Corinthians, you see Paul really be very strong in his language towards sin. Multiple times he talks about sin, sexual sin, debauchery. He mentions homosexuality. These are all contextual to the culture of Corinth. So that is really helpful to know going into the book. It really helps shed some light on why he talked about certain things, why he used the language that he did, and to help us contextualize it to our situation. Now, the other thing to note is that this church was also heavily Gentile. There was certainly a strong Jewish population within the church, but compared to some of the other churches in Judea, this was more Gentile. So many of the Christians in this church would be coming out of the culture of Corinth into the church, 
which would be quite the adjustment. You know, you go from living in a city where having sex with temple prostitutes was a part of the city's culture. And it was like weird if you did not do that to trying to be a disciple of Jesus. So a huge adjustment in lifestyle and mindset and perspective. And we see some of the learning curve and some of the rough edges that that resulted in with some of the early Christians in that church. And so this is the situation that Paul is writing into. He's writing to Christians that find themselves in a city that is known far and wide for its debauchery and its sinfulness. And there are specific things that the church has asked Paul for advice on. And there are specific things that Paul wants to speak into as the apostle that started that church, that planted the church in Corinth. So as we study out the book of 1 Corinthians together, we want to have that mindset. We want to put ourselves both in Paul's position, speaking to this church, but then also as a Christian living in that situation in order to get the full gravity of what Paul is trying to communicate and what the scriptures have to tell us. All right. So tune back in next week and we're going to discover a cancer at the heart of the early church, one that would threaten to rip it apart if not properly addressed. That's it for today. Don't forget to take advantage of this week's free resource by clicking the link in the show notes and be sure to share this episode with your ministry leader, a person in your small group, or just a friend from church. Thanks for listening to today's episode and I'll talk to you soon.